I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wrestle me, Mark. Wrestle me, P. We are back with more Wrestle Me in the final part. It's probably going to be the final part, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I think so. Have, have we, is this a three-parter or a four-parter? It's a three-parter, isn't it's it? It's a four-parter, this oh, one. Oh, yeah, that's a, a four-parter. We had our first chat today about oh. what the future of Wrestle Me entails. I'm scared, staring at the abyss, not wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> no, true. I mean, we could, we could actually just do the <laughs> matches the abyss, of abyss. <laughs> I mean, that, uh, that's as good as any idea we've had. Uh, but we are, we are obviously, you know, we, this is a, a, a landmark WrestleMania for us because we are now in the same the roaring 30s primary number yeah of the of the two what's that called dirty 30s yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so thinking 30s we've only got we've only got five more wrestlemanias shit that is at our present speed that is 20 episodes yeah that is a disaster Dude, we've peak. had an absolute stinker haven't we we've had a completely <laughs> not a stinker if only like money needs need media we'd started with the modern one and worked our way <laughs> back. back somehow would that have made it last longer no because we could have easily projected when we ended yeah <laughs> That's we, true. Could, we could have easily just worked out a formula. Yes, that Muddy is very media true. would have done it. Look, all I'm going to say... Until dropping it like a hot pie <laughs> a couple years ago. Well, they also did like interviews with Mark Henry and stuff. Did they? Yeah, I really feel like... I'm not saying that that's the way forward, because I think that sounds like a lot of effort from our point of view. <laughs> At the moment, we get to watch WrestleMania and you make some notes. Occasionally, yeah. I have to pause it. Because <laughs> I'll so go on a Wikipedia yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean, the last thing I want is having to, you know, meet. I, uh, Mark Henry seems really nice, but having to dress smart enough, yeah, and then sit down, meet him in a strip club <laughs> while, he eats, while he eats and doesn't drink, having to sort of like feel like, oh god, he's not picking up the bill. We're supposed to get his lunch, aren't we? <laughs> Just go. How many Cornish hens has he had? Fifteen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, look, all we're saying yeah. is, is we 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 need some ideas. Um, I'm if, always surprised. Um, uh, what was that the one place that went into administration? Blockbuster video. No, it was an online um, political jaw. Uh-huh. You know, Joe. Joe.co.uk. Joe.co.uk. And I think they're quite high. They, they, they've got an Irish skew and they have um, a football thread as well. And I think part of it went into administration. Um, now, their, their, their YouTube page is not very popular no. in the grand scheme of football. But they managed to get interviews with like Jimmy Carragher and Gary Neville. And I'm going, how did they manage this? Yeah. It's incredible. Do you know one thing I've noticed, Pete? Footballers have bad agents. <laughs> no, I've not noticed that. And the football ramble is incriminally ignored. Yes, I agree with that. I've, I, I, do you know what? I, I, actually, this is, this is not the point I was going to make. I right. will come back to my point. Okay. 
I am so sick of fucking broadsheet uh, things about the top 100 podcasts you need to hear. Yes. And this was one from like two weeks ago. My friend John Ray made this fucking point. <laughs> if you are, we work a bit fucking harder, right? right? If you're the independent going top 50 podcasts that you've got to get involved with, mm-hmm. let's not have the first 10 being my dad, dad wrote a porno, <laughs> Adam Buxton, <laughs> Adam Buxton. Louis Threw's Grounded. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. new. It's new. Yeah, but everyone's fucking heard of it. Crouchy. Yep, Crouchy. Crouchy. <laughs> Shag married annoyed, Shag- right? <laughs> we, oh, we can keep fucking going. How to fail with Elizabeth Day. <laughs> Gossip mongers. I'm pleased for the guys at Gossip mongers, but Jesus Christ, can people work a bit fucking harder? What's the one um, from the one who went out with the blog got arrested? Oh, we Phone shouldn't be happy place. Yes! <laughs> oh, that was the most obscure bit of, wow. And you shouldn't be just by the, by the sins of an ex. We're, we're like but- the Midnight Express. Tag team. Wow, man! Amazing. That was a top, top, People top were, spot. Nineteen eighties fluid moves between Fuck Donaldson me. and Haynes. Wowzers! It, just, it comes out of nowhere. It's like the rocket launcher. <laughs> no, what I was going to say is, I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why, but there is a conscious effort of wrestlers not to follow WrestleMe. Now, when we right. first started in the early days, mm. we used to get a certain amount of people going. You know, there'd be wrestlers saying, "Got so much on my iPad." You know, uh, what else should I be listening to? Yeah. And there'd always be like the the sort of second one they'd been listening to was WrestleMe. Yes, so I know. If you're a wrestler, you've heard it and you listen to it. But it's almost like there's been a blanket decision to go. We must never ever. It's not like people. Go, do you know do you know what I like wrestle me because I'm a wrestler it's all about Wrestlemania never <laughs> never there is a wall of silence from professional wrestlers absolute 100% wall of silence that I I find I find deeply pathetic people. yeah deeply I, I pathetic. think they've let everyone yeah but what I'm saying is if you are a wrestler and I, I think I think there is something to be done in I'd quite like to talk to some wrestlers just solely about Wrestlemania yeah that'll I think be the so. thing the difficult yeah. thing is you see is if you want people from WWE they're going to have a, a party line mm. uh, they're not going to remember Wrestlemania because it's the thing they did so why do they fucking care yeah uh, really what I want to do is I want to talk to like Eddie Dennis who is a wrestler I like <laughs> he's one of the Eddie only Dennis? wrestlers I've met he signed to NXT UK but he would he would then feel difficult about enjoying talking about WWE right, wrestling okay, I'm yeah, sure yeah, yeah. but I would like to talk to wrestlers about Wrestlemania not necessarily because they've been in it but just what they think of it yeah that's what I wanted don't steal my idea as well people out there money needs <laughs> <Just>, media <laughs> but I, I think you know we, we, we have to think about what we're going to do people mm. will say oh just do Royal Rumbles but like we've kind of done that already with, with uh, Patreon and Wrestlemimus mm. so and, and I, I don't think we'll we, figure it out we're going to work something out the, the important thing is you know you guys I know in your thousands you've been worrying you've been writing letters you've been ringing my secretary <laughs> saying please guys you know tell us what the future holds yeah i wish we could i wish we could look, i wish we could look into the future i, I mean if tell I you looked, it's gonna be all right if i looked at the charts and looked into the future i would say um ad spends are down yeah. on wrestling podcasts i did notice this that's month why, actually that's why patrons exist we have been we have been we've been a top 100 itunes podcast in right. the sports category okay pretty much all of the last month okay uh it's really dropped now but i mean i mean i mean apple po- I mean, the Apple Podcast charts is mad and obscure and uh, opaque. Uh, and just in case they have some kind of bot, I think they are brilliantly worked out. They are absolutely uh, uh, the industry standard. Industry standard. Uh, industry standard. And yes. we really need to be Would five or above. L- listen to a buyout. Yeah. So <laughs> look, I think the important thing is we will come up with something. Yes. Don't panic. No. But we, what we do need 
is we do need sacks of merchandise sent to us <laughs> just to show us that you're all still listening. Yes. Okay. All look, the patrons. Look, look, Patreon.com Patreon forward slash WrestleMe. If, if, if Patreon cuts out the middleman, you don't have to send the merchandise. If you give me the money, I just buy the merchandise. He's going to spend on the merchandise, guys. Watch your man destroy himself slowly. <laughs> it's great. Uh, let us kick back off with WrestleMania yeah. 30 Triple uh, X. It's the Daniel Bryan uh, Wonder Year. Yes. Uh, and we're going to quickly have a, the worst match on the card, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, the Diva Championship Invitational. I can't remember. Uh, last time I saw a woman's match, that was good. <laughs> well, let me tell you the last time you saw a WrestleMania women's match, 2007. <laughs> WrestleMania 23 was the last time there was a women's championship match of any kind. Oh, right, okay. And yes. this was the only Divas championship match at any WrestleMania. Mm. So, I mean, you can see how well it's been treated over the years. Mm. Um, what is interesting about this is just round the corner, we are going to have the women's... It's called Evolution. But that sort of says that women had to evolve from this. <laughs> no. The industry had, had to, to evolve. evolve. Men had from to this. evolve. But it's very it's much called, this. yeah, the women's, mm. the women's evolution or stroke women's revolution. Mm. Um, like all revolutions, this is one of those revolutions that people had basically spent 10 years before it happened saying, what the fuck is wrong with you? Let's why do aren't this. we doing this? Yeah. yeah. And everyone sort of then went, oh, we needed a revolution. Mm. You, you didn't. You just needed to listen. You just needed to listen to a woman. You just needed to listen to a woman. One woman. One woman. One woman. Um, the first time uh, Divas Championship who's defending here is AJ Lee. Right. And AJ Lee is a really important but quite forgotten character in WWE. Mm. The reason for that is because she's also the wife of CM Punk. Right. So she has been tarred very much with a shitty brush. Um, in every sort of... I, I sometimes have a look at uh, WrestleMania and, and wrestling uh, reviews where uh, men go back... And it's men uh, mm. go back and do uh, reviews about re- re- WrestleMania that we're talking about. Just to see if I've missed anything when yeah. I'm watching. Because you, you can switch up every now and again. Um, every fucker who reviews wrestling seems to want... The only thing they have to say about AJ Lee is that she is eye candy and they want to look at her and they enjoy her matches because she's beautiful. And I can't figure out why they've singled her out. Yeah. Because every time... She's beautiful, fine... She seems to be very good at wrestling, but I just can't figure out why she's always singled out as being lovely. The lovely. It's almost oh, like they're saying the lovely Edge Early. Yeah, I can, t- I, can, I can tell you the reason that I believe it, it is, is you can sum it up with Eva Marie, who's also in this match. Right. Eva Marie is one of those people who I, I think she is the single worst performer to ever step foot in a WWE ring. Mm. And she was given it all because of the way she looked. Right. Now, she didn't seem to have much of an interest in wrestling. She wanted to be a model stroke actress, but this was the first job that she'd taken. So she's in here. Now, if you saw that woman in real life, you would go, why that woman does not find me socially attractive. (laughs) Of of course she doesn't. Mm. You know, why would she? When she's in the ring, you can practically see her thinking, how long do I have to do this before I can move on to something I want to do? Mm. Now, what you have with AJ Lee is you have someone who was a fan. She was born in in really challenging circumstances. There's a video of her as a sort of very young girl meeting Lita, who is her hero. And she bursts into tears when she gets to Lita. She's a tiny girl. And so what she is, is she's grown up to be a a female performer. She's a, a very beautiful young woman, but she's a fan. 
She gets it. She's not like these other Eva Marie's who refuse to give me the time of day. Right. If I could okay, get close yeah, yeah. to AJ Lee, I could tell her all about dusty roads and bull rope matches. And she'd be like, yes, tell me more. And I could win <laughs> her up. I believe that's what it is. Yeah. I, I, also, I own a, a piece of you because I like wrestling. Exactly. Right. You're like me, darling. You're like mm. me down here in a muck. You know what a pig swill. <laughs> There's also a sense of she is not physically intimidating right. because she isn't, you know, like this sort of Amazon or mm. anything. She is She's sweet. not a China. No, and she she had a she had a um a, a persona that was given to her where she was sort of like um uh, I can't remember the phrase they used, but along the lines of sort of crazy hot that sort of right. thing. And she was given this idea that you know she was um, devious and she had mm. you know mental issues almost that she... she's like a Harley Quinn kind yeah of character, exactly right? like that now in real life she was given that gimmick around the time that she and she hadn't told anyone about this but was diagnosed with bipolar so she felt it was a sort of really fitting image that she could work within and sort of you know use to her advantage right she was bright as well and she seemed sassy and clever and funny and what you got here is is you began getting a, a, a sense of her saying, I am now at the top of this division, mm. but what is this fucking yeah, division? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm a wrestling fan. As a wrestling fan, I'm not sure I'd want to see this. Mm. What she does, which is, which is really interesting, is Stephanie McMahon um, does a tweet, and it's from uh, Patricia Arquette, who at the time was fighting for women's rights and equal pay within Hollywood. And Stephanie McMahon had uh, retweeted it and said, yep, totally agree. And AJ <laughs> Lee, an employee, had jumped straight in to say, really glad to see you're doing this, uh, but what about all your employees who are women who aren't given screen time yeah. and aren't paid the same? Risky strategy. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh God, yeah. Risky strategy. But, but sounds like I'm at the end of my fucking tether with this bullshit. It does. I, she was also, by this time, going out with CM Punk. And right. so CM Punk is hardly the person going, that you, right. oh, uh, yeah, but come on, you know, the company are probably trying. He's going, yeah, you fucking get them. You fucking get them. You get them, motherfuckers. So in August 2013, so uh, uh, this is, uh, I believe, is it before here? Yes, it must be. Um, she does what's called the pipe bombshell. So it was called the Pipe Bomb promo because, like CM Punk's Pipe Bomb, mm. it was a something from the heart, had elements of truth in it, mm. but it was scripted. Mm. And it was called the Pipe Bombshell because she was going out uh, with CM Punk. Because she's a bombshell, I've just realised. Yeah. Right, okay, Pipe Bombshell. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yes, okay, right. They're not really exactly the same, but it was just, they they were linked together anyway in the sort of public's mind. Yep. So it's become that sort of almost like a, if you like, a, the female version of the Pipe Bomb. Um she was in character in this, and she wasn't necessarily saying her grievances. What's funny about it is she does a really, really good job of... She turns up to the ring, and there are all the cast of Total Divas, the Bellas, the Funkadactyls, and Natalia, and she... Funkadactyls. She just lays into them. Now, she was doing this in a way that it didn't come from her. This is her character speaking, mm. presumably lines that were scripted for her. But she delivers it very, very well, and she delivers it so well that the people in the ring, the women, begin to get a bit upset by it. <laughs> so I did actually cut it out uh, onto a file, because it is worth hearing... Uh, and we're going to play it now. OMG, you guys. I just watched last night's episode of Total Divas. And it was insane. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the Bellas were dealing with their obvious daddy issues. The Funkadactyls broke up and then got back together again. Natalia's fiancé isn't much of a man. And the other two were also there. It was great. It really was. And it, it, was, it was the end of the world. And it's only 
Network. Do you want to know what I see when I look in that ring? Honestly. A bunch of cheap, interchangeable, expendable, useless women. Women who have turned to reality television because they just weren't gifted enough to be actresses. And they just weren't talented enough to be champions. more in one year than all of you have done in your entire collective careers. I have saved your Divas division. I have shattered glass ceilings. I have broken down doors. Why? So, so a bunch of ungrateful, stiff, plastic mannequins can waltz on through without even as much as a thank you? You guys can't even go backstage and shake my hand and look him in the eye because you know that I worked my entire life to get here. I gave my life to this and you were just handed 15 minutes of fame. I didn't get here because I was cute or because I came from some famous wrestling family or because I sucked up to the right people. I got here because I am good. I earned this championship. And no matter, no matter how many red carpets you guys want to walk in your $4,000 ridiculous heels, you will never be able to lace up my Chuck Taylors. You are all worthless excuses for women, and you will never be able to touch me. And that is reality. So basically, it's one of those things where she's saying, look, I'm a wrestler, and you people are not wrestlers. You're all failed actresses. Mm. You want to be actresses. You're, you're, you're not here because you love this like I do. You see, she loves wrestling. Like me. No, That's why. Me, Un unlike Eva Marie, the two of us, I find, have got soul bond. Probably like my Funko Pop collection. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... What happens from this is, I mean, there, is, there, there are slight, slight odd things about this, which is it's women against women. And so I don't think this was something she wanted to do. Yeah. She wasn't there to kind of denigrate the other performers no. in WWE. Her, she was her there saying, with her was we need to management. change the system. Yeah. Yeah. So management say, well, we'll book you into a thing where you call all these other women shit. Immediately, mm. they began running, uh, and you hear it just with the commentators there, they begin running a thing where WWE are going, listen to AJ Lee, jealous of all the attention and fame that the other divas are getting. You've missed the fucking point. You've missed <laughs> right. the fucking point. By the time we move a year hence, we've gone, the way that the women are treated is abominable and it needs to change. They get rid of the divas championship. Again, a slightly negative connotation oh, word yeah, among yeah, women. Yeah, yeah. I think less so among men, funnily enough now. Yeah. But the, the, the sense of, of going, we need total changes here. 
AJ Lee did not start that revolution, but she was the first character who they put in the mouth, I think something that a lot of the fan base and certainly some of the women performers were feeling. You hear the way the audience react to that promo. They are thoroughly on AJ Lee's side. They are on her side, not because they hate the other women and not because they like to see women being denigrated. Mm. They, they say, we would like to see women being used properly yeah. um, rather than the people who are cluttering up the, the airwaves because they're beautiful and they don't have anything to do with wrestling. Um, this match is very much in the early uh, period <laughs> of, <laughs> of women wrestling. Yeah. I mean, we have here a match where 14 people are trying to get a single pinfall so the match can end. AJ Lee, Aksana, Alicia Fox, Brie Bella, Cameron, Emma, Eva Marie, Layla, Naomi, Natalia, Nikki Bella, Rosa Mendez, Summer Rae, and Tamina Snuka. There we are. Now, there are some good <laughs> names in there. There are some good performers. Emma had come up from NXT. She has a tiny bit. Again, I mean, the, the amount of time you have in this, you basically get a two-second bit to kind of go, woo, it's me. Yeah. And then the other two have to come in, so you've got to get knocked out. Yeah. Um, th- they've never done a match like this before or since. Th- th- this wasn't like a thing where you went, we have a scramble match and there's 14 people in mm. it. This hasn't really been done since the hardcore days of the 2000s. Yeah. And those matches were always among people you didn't care about. Mm. The commentary in this whole match is just them talking about the Brock Lesnar-Undertaker match. And yes, it was seismic. And yes, this is a palate cleanser between the the big matches, if you like. And it always has been. The rest period match. If you don't have the performers of limited stature, you stick on the women. Mm. It's the same thing. Everyone can go and have a wee and get a hot dog. That, That mentality here is so blatant. And... The women get to do nothing. The crowd react in no way. Mm. Um, when they when the bell goes to start this match, the crowd fucking boo. <laughs> you know, I just I, I find it really difficult. Jerry Lawler starts talking about he's got questionable morals. He says, mm. you know, um, like Savile just hiding in plain sight. You know, um, it's it's just a, a horrible disaster. AJ Lee does get the uh, she gets the submission victory uh, by popping a, um, a, a sort of octopus hold on um, on Naomi. Um, it's probably the only actual move I've named in the whole of this recording. Some <laughs> yeah, re- nice. For some reason, seeing it in a match that was so devoid of like respect for wrestling, yeah, I, I felt like you know we need to acknowledge it. It was ended by a proper move. Um, <laughs> Uh, AJ Lee uh, comes out the winner on this and uh, Vicky Guerrero looks very cross. Vicky Guerrero having done a sort of intro to this to remind you that women are not only sexual objects, but they can also be irritating, the two, the two types of women uh, that WWE want to push. Um, AJ Lee ultimately retires due to she had a, she had a cervical spine injury that um, she sort of picked up in the last couple of years in the ring and it was permanently damaged. And I think, you know, you are young enough to say, do you know what? This is not going to get better. No. It's time to walk away. It wasn't the only reason she left, of course, because she was in a relationship with CM Punk. And by that time, he had left WWE, you know, on, on you know, as bad terms as, as you know, you, you, any recent modern wrestler really has. Yeah. Um, she talked about still being in WWE while married to Punk, who'd left, as being like the child of a divorce. She said she was trying to bridge the divide while getting inconsiderately trampled in the process. So she headed off. Um, it's it's sad that they don't sort of celebrate her. I think I think you know the other thing is if they were legitimate and trying to get back a relationship with CM Punk, I think you know the way It'll that you a, do it is you celebrate yeah. AJ Lee and he, she was a hugely hugely popular female performer and she was one of the few that had total dignity. You know, she never did anything excruciatingly embarrassing. Mm. She was never just used as eye candy. She would get in the ring and she would perform. And she was, you know, a pioneer at a time when women's wrestling, having had a little bit of a renaissance with Trish Stratus and Lita, had then fallen back into this sort of, 
world of, of swimsuit models and wannabe actresses who were slumming it until the big break came. Um, it is sad that she's been written out of history. I'd like to see her back. She is now writing comics. Cool. Yeah, she does the Glow, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling comic book series. Um, her and her husband are two comic book artists now. Sort of uh, comic book writers. Sort of the dream, really. <laughs> yeah. we, we, we met when we were a pair of professional wrestlers. Oh, who for? Oh, WWE. <laughs> no, oh, right. No, uh, right. No, we, Did no, you do any big comics. matches? Yeah, WrestleManias. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. we write comics. Yeah, all right. Oh, okay. What are they based on? Well, one of them is based on the Netflix series Glow. Oh, is it? The other one's the Fantastic Four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing next? You know, the, moon. the moon. After the moon. The moon. After the moon now. And Mars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we get our last little bit of history making mm. uh, little uh, bits. We get uh, Mean Gene Oakland. Yes. So old, he's looking sort of slightly sepia. And in comes Hulk Hogan. Uh, and he, let me tell your brother, he says. And they do <laughs> a classic sort of 80s mean gene talks to Hogan. In come uh, Roddy Piper and Paul Orndorff. Yeah. Um, Paul Orndorff with his very long um, handlebar moustache, which he didn't have at all through his career. He only grew in later, later retirement. Oh, right. So when you see him now, you, it's, it's not like how he looked at all. He's got a totally new look <laughs> since he retired. Don't change your look. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> Orndorff's never famous for being a talker at all. And in this, right. he's so slow to speak that you can actually hear the uh, feedback. Not feedback so much as the actual sort of like um, uh, producer's commentary. Echo. Oh, right. Dec- you know, just going through some headphones that are pr- pr- obviously on a camera now. <laughs> but it's the only time in the whole WrestleMania where it's silent. Yeah. So Orndorff is so slow, he goes, what? Like that, and you hear someone going, Okay, you're gonna to have to stick to script. Yeah, give me a four and two. He's very slow, <laughs> yeah. And it's almost like he's a robot, he's like you know, sort of like gone in a funny angle. And his little radios come on, his transmitter. Um, and then you get a little, you know, over comes Mr. T, and yeah. Pat Patterson, the original referee from WrestleMania One, and everybody shakes hands. It's really nice, actually, this, this, this. The fact that, you know, 30 years later, one of the few WrestleMania matches that you could put together that had no one from its, you know, uh, component parts dead mm. was the main event of WrestleMania 1. Yeah. Um, it was only Piper's death. I think he died in 2016. Um, and he's the only one of those men who is no longer with us. Right. The others are all still here. Oh, of course, and Mean Gene, um, also long gone. Um, poor Gene. Poor Gene. Uh, but just lovely, nice segments, you know, respectful to the history of wrestling, funny, charming, nice yeah. to see, another little guest surprise, celebrity pop. Yeah. And they've done it in a way that, you know, there's a, even though Piper is clearly going off script and <laughs> making more <laughs> of his that. Yeah. I don't want to shake his hand. <laughs> um, oh, I guess I will. I'll do the other one too. And then this little girl can't cut, cut away yet. <laughs> Give me a bit more. Um, it's just nice. I, I, you know, I, th- those bits... I, I would love to see those happening all the time yeah. in WrestleMania. I think WrestleMania should be that celebration of wrestling. They 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 are the you know WrestleMania owns that weekend. Yeah, there is an industry around mm. it. They could be the ones to really just go. We own this. And, you know, just do give a it back. mirror image kind of Steamboat versus Hogan <laughs> WrestleMania. Just just have just do a like a, a B card WrestleMania with stars of the. Past. I I would pay a lot of money. I think to see if I if I if I was booking it. We would do a show, which was WrestleMania. Yeah. And what you would do is you'd go, we are going to do our 10 favourite matches from WrestleMania's history. That won't necessarily be the best. Mm. Some of them will be the worst. But we're going to cast in those roles wrestlers from today. So we would have, you know, let's say, for example, Darby Allen and um, Grado. Say and we would say they are going to be doing Hulk Hogan versus King Kong Bundy WrestleMania 2. They will learn the moves. And they will then perform that for your pleasure. <laughs> I, I think it's really good. 
I, I mean, it would, no, people would not like it. I would get, um, um, I'm trying to think, I would get The Fiend, mm. and who's big at the moment? Who's the big, who's um, uh, Ricochet yep. to be, what's that, what were those lasses, who, <laughs> what were those lasses who did the bed, the hustler, hustler oh, bed match? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Playboy, Playboy so bed, Tori Wilson bed and, and uh, Stacey Keebler, <laughs> that'd be good, that'd be yeah. good. And then somebody makes a big bust of uh, the fiend's arse. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, what would be really good as well is to get like, I'm trying to think of two people who are alive and have had a WrestleMania match that's good. <laughs> um, let me think. Hang on, I'm almost there. Right, three. No, Andre's dead. Um, Savage. No. Uh, had a couple of Steamboat yeah, yeah. versus. Okay, yep. They couldn't be WWF. They'd have to be retired. So you have to go back a little bit further. <laughs> Hang on, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Hacksaw Jim Duggan versus. Yes. Yes, 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 I think yes, he had a. Yes. Did he have a Million Dollar Man at WrestleMania Four? That well, let's, sounds about right. Let me go for one of those. I'm sure that I'm. Sure, I, it's slightly for the joke to work. I have to get this absolutely right. <laughs> God, I can't think of a fucking match. We're going to play the AJ Lee and Pike <laughs> Bombshell promo while Mark thinks of it. WrestleMania Five, Brutus Beefcake. Who was he against? Oh my God, this is like this is this this is what I sound like on this podcast. I'm so sorry you had to listen Let's to this. Let's get everybody. two of them. So basically, if we if we pretend for the sake of argument that no. that, that one of them is still alive, I want to get a Hogan and Andre, right? Yeah. But this time, I want Andre to play the Hogan role. <laughs> the Hogan. It wasn't worth all that time to get to no, it. It, really it wasn't worth the time. The idea's not that good. A Frenchman, <laughs> a Frenchman <laughs> shouting brother. That's how we get out of that. That's how oh, we get out God, of that. God, that was painful. I would cast WrestleMania 2, and, if, and it'd be exactly the same, yeah. same place, same situation, same cast members, but if the cast member is dead, the sun has to play. Oh, good. Nice. Very nice, good. Nice. Like it. That's better than my go. one. My one took too long to I get liked, to. I liked it. Let's get to <laughs> the main event. Um, lovely, lovely, lovely little bit as well. They have the Hall of Famers on the front row. Yay. Big match feel. Mm. Um, also suggests there were quite a few seats in the front row they didn't sell. <laughs> Behind the commentators. Dusty, Dusty Rose would have taken a couple, wouldn't he? Uh, uh, yeah. Quite a but, size. Uh, he's losing his weight at this point, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, Bruno yeah. Sammartino, Harley Race in what looks like a Sergio Tacchini oh, tracksuit top. Such, it's like a bought jacket by a, like a middle class man from the 80s. It's, uh, do you know what I love about jacket. it? Yeah, you're right, 80s, and that's like Harley's big paycheck came in then and he was like i'll buy that yes. wearing it many years later i also love that there's a there's a flex there isn't there where you go you want me to sit you know front row at wrestlemania okay yeah, yeah, yeah i'll just wear this old track suit because i'm fucking harley race <laughs> <laughs> and harley race doesn't need to wear a suit my mate um, murray sent me a uh, a video clip from the 60s i want to say um of the bbc went down to a pub and basically um, chat to a man who could eat 50 eggs. <laughs> and he was just in a pub, it was just Geordie Block, and he's like, um, oh, I don't want to start eating drinking them now. Um, but he, he, he drinks, it's basically three pint glasses full of... of, of pickled smack, eggs? Of, uh, no, not pickled eggs, that's the thing. They're just, um, they're just raw eggs. Raw? So it's way easier to eat 50 eggs, but he's just gone... <laughs> <laughs> and he just three, three, he just, he just 50 them. In a minute and ten or something, yeah. And the brother goes, "Well, of course you've uh, you uh, did it a bit a little bit quicker before, didn't you?" He goes, "Oh, that was uh, that was terrible. That like yeah, that was uh, that was awful." And everyone's still applauding in the pub. <laughs> and it, and it's so imagine like the day off the the, the camera people had. You know, you know, the BBC just went, "Oh, it's just a bloke rings, so you can drink through it, fifty <laughs> eggs." 
He looked just like Harley Race, <laughs> and then he tops it off with a pint of a pint of mild. Everyone and he goes, are you, are you looking for? Are you going to drink your, uh, your pint now? He goes, I and and plenty more besides. <laughs> and, he's just, and then we have to sit there while he goes, <laughs> opens his gullet and just hovers down a pint. I would say back in like until like 1983. <laughs> Most people over 50 look like Harley Race yes. in Britain. Oh, massively, yeah. Maybe until the early 90s, <laughs> that was like smaller satellite towns. Everybody looked like Harley Race. Yes. Men and women. Yeah. Everybody looked like Harley Race. <laughs> Same hair. Yeah. Same hair. Same hair. Yeah. Um, nobody looked like Bruno Sammartino, who, <laughs> you know, is, is just, you know, he was the big name in the 70s in the yeah. WWE. You know, just, he lived to a ripe old age. Yeah. Well, always, always, you know, I love about the fact that, like, Bruno Sammartino, his remarkable life story, saw him in Nazi-occupied Italy mm. being hidden in the mountains by his mother. And I, I always sort of think, there's something re- weird about the people, like old people from that generation that you see. And you just go, there's Bruno Sammartino at WrestleMania. Yeah. And you go, I bet when his mother was hiding him up a mountain from the Nazis, she never imagined that he'd be watching Daniel Bryan in the Silverdome, having been flown in and stuff like that. And it always is that slight sort of history when it telescopes. And you oh, go, yeah. whoa. And, all, and also, like, men and women of a certain age. Like, we do- you know, we we have we have a we 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 kick the boomers, you know, while they're mm. down uh, in our generation. But I mean, they, some of the stories, the generation before them, uh, and the hardships they had to go through, were obviously obs- so obscene. Um, but they never they never wore it. No, you know, I know. I hate to uh, get get go down on 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 the youngsters. Like, and, and I'm there's the idea that everyone that went through such madness. Yeah, that you never even bothered talking about well, it. You, you, we talk about like you know, we talk about the upheaval and how you know the the the, the rights that I have the right to not wear a, a mask in a shop and stuff like that. And obviously, uh, in you know the, the the home the home of wrestling, Florida, that's become a, a real kind of like politicized uh, it, issue when it shouldn't be. Yeah, you know, Black Lives Matter. Should we be killing men in the men in the fucking streets? Probably not. Probably yeah. a bad idea. Think like, about these it. things. Don't need to be politicized, but like um, we're in like a, a situation uh, where now where like I did have a thread and I've completely fucking lost it. I'm going to tank this little bit. <laughs> Let's move on. And, I'm just, and, and, I'm just and, saying that we what, didn't wear. There we... is a fundamental problem here as well, where you say they never go on about it. When sitting in that front row is Dusty Rhodes, who is most famous for hard times, baby. <laughs> hard times. I've seen a man lose his dub to a computer, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I found my point. Good. I'm saying that people of a certain age. People who uh, of our generation uh, would remember if they lived in, I don't know, Yugoslavia yeah. or the Soviet Union, they would remember people dead in the fucking streets, right? Yeah. And it, we, just by the grace of fucking good luck, us in the West, we haven't uh, had such an upheaval. So that when we have a few months where we've got to fucking stay inside, we, yeah. if we have a few months where we've got to walk around uh, fucking BHS with a, with, a, with a mask on, we find it incredibly cloying and durgal. Absolutely. But, but it's a very Western mindset. Things don't change that quickly. That's why the, 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 the Chinese have, have, have a system where um, it's all about respect and face. And if they lose face, that's the most important thing because they don't know what's going to be happening tomorrow. They chase the pound today because they don't know what's going to be happening tomorrow. It's the same in Russia. It's the same in these places that have had these massive pieces of upheaval. And, and these people like Bruno Sammartino, who grew up like in those situations... They don't talk about the fucking mad shit that no. they had to do. 
No. Maybe they do. I don't know. I just look at these these men and women, and I just see the dignity in their faces. That 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 we don't know the, f- the 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 fucking trials and tribulations of their life stories because they're there to do a fucking job. Yeah, and it's n- and, and it's not coloured, and they don't tweet about it. I I will <laughs> Most tell importantly. you. I will tell you. Bob Backlund, who was there pulling faces. I imagine he's got a problem with masks. <laughs> <laughs> I think he probably... Oh, I imagine a lot of the older wrestlers have a problem with oh, fucking wearing yeah. masks. Oh, yeah. But, I I, but think... a lot of them won't believe in COVID at all. No, okay. And a lot of them, if they do, they'll start muttering darkly about the Chinese. <laughs> yes, yes, When yes. I was wrestling Kim Duck, you know. <laughs> God, here we go. I don't think Kim Duck was even Chinese. Who was Kim Duck? <laughs> he was a, a Florida wrestler from the 70s. Actually, a, a Dusty Rhodes had a, a pop... No, actually, am I thinking of Pac Song? Pack song I mean, the, sounds a bit I, more. I, I know the names are all very song much sounds, anglicized. Song sounds a little Korean. I Kim Duck. Kim Duck. No, he was a Japanese wrestler. Right. Maybe he was from Korean ancestry. Pack Song. I think he was Korean. Song sounds Korean. Yeah. Right. I'm trying to think of a Chinese wrestler. Ho Ho Lun. He was from Hong Kong. Okay. He's, he's not. Well, I mean, I mean, not that, that's young man. In, that's in that. In that. That's, what's that again? He what? He's a young man. Right. Yeah, he's not very good at um, all. He was briefly signed to WWE. Okay. As with the idea that they would break the Chinese market, they right. didn't. Ho Ho okay. Lan um, yeah. then let go from a contract. Right. Not good. Well, I'm just saying that China, obviously, uh, moving, moving the goalpost slightly with, <laughs> yeah. with Hong Kong, so he can, we, they can probably claim him as, as one I, of the I should imagine yeah, Ho Ho Lan will get better at wrestling over the next year or so yeah, uh, with, when he's trying to. Policeman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With the, the US visa process. Yeah. I'd be wrestling with that, I imagine. Good. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what I'd be doing if I was in fucking Hong Kong. Damn fucking right. Whoa. Damn straight. Um, oh, it seems to have lost a lot of Chinese lessons all of a sudden. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Jack Mates Happy Hour is back for a brand new season. It's the podcast where we talk to some of the most exciting people in the world, from Ricky Gervais. In some ways, fame makes you a better person. You know, it's like, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in God's watching me. But I, I know someone with Everyone else is. <laughs> <laughs> to undercover police officers. Can you see the fading scar there, gentlemen? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. That's where I was stabbed in the neck by a drug dealer once. Or... We just talk about whatever's making us laugh right now. When you think back to school kids' banter, like, it's well funny because of how immature it is. We had this teacher called Mr. McGibbon, and he had this big cushion that he was teaching us how to rugby tackle on. He just ran up to it, rugby tackled it, but landed on top of it, and one of the kids shouted, It's not your wife, sir. (laughs) (laughs) That is funny. (laughs) Listen to Jack Mate's Happy Hour on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. Jack Mate's Happy Hour is a Stakano production. Uh, the main event. Mm. Batista versus Randy Orton. Oh, versus Daniel Bryan. <laughs> what is? Why did they need to do this what bit? What a fucking release. <laughs> um, poor, pity, 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 poor Dave Batista. Mm. So Dave Batista had returned to the WWE in January. Uh, and uh, he basically, he said, I really, really would like to headline WrestleMania if yeah. I come back. Um, he had a two-year contract. It was only going to be a brief one, but he'd come back because he was an established headliner yeah. who'd left and was returning. Now, he'd been out filming uh, his role in Guardians of the Galaxy. So he didn't really know what the future was going to hold for him there. Mm. I'm sure he had a pretty good idea. Right. Um, but he wanted to come back in and you know just have a good run. I think he felt that Towards the end of his last run, he was creatively stymied. They didn't pay attention to him. So he wanted to come back at a high level and just have a spectacular run. And I think probably he would have then said, and that's me done. I mean, you God, know? I mean, imagine just waiting six months and seeing Guardians of the Galaxy, what happens to that film and, and how much more money he could have made yeah, going well, back. I mean, I mean what, what's incredible is he turns up at the Royal Rumble at number 28. It's a surprise return. Uh, oh, has he been on Raw? Not sure. But either way, he's brand new. Yeah. And he, he wins the Royal Rumble. What that Royal Rumble is most famous for is Daniel Bryan was not in it. And he had a match against Bray Wyatt, which he lost in the Royal Rumble. And the fans thought he was going to be in the Rumble so that he would get to WrestleMania right. where he would face Randy Orton. WWE did not have that plan. So the 30th man to come out was Rey Mysterio and he was booed out of the building <laughs> because the fans had spent the entire Rumble chanting, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan. The Americans have only got one chant. Yeah, let, yeah, let's go, Benoit. This I, is awesome. Why is that in my head? I know. Well, it like, is. It's, it's my go-to. It's, it's, it is the. It is the. Mm. Let's go, Benoit. It tells mm. you slightly how old that chant is as yeah. well. Um, but they're, they're chanting from the entire time, and when he doesn't come out, the crowd are 
destroyed. Right. When Batista goes over, they are like, we reject you. We reject you because we wanted Daniel Bryan. And it's not about David. We are not David. done with him. <laughs> this is not David's time. No. Not David's time. This starts the period which is where he's known as Bautista. So they right. boo him. Oh, oh so that's quite recent then. It is. Now, God. when he wins the Royal Rumble... Um, he gets booed. Mm. When the Royal Rumble went off air, Dave Batista began mocking Daniel Bryan and he gestured his middle finger at the crowd. The one thing about da- uh, Batista on this run is he's an actor by this point and he cannot hide how upset and disappointed he is by the whole thing. <laughs> He had always said to WWE, I shouldn't be coming back as a face. I should be coming back as a heel. Yeah. He said, I'm worried about this Daniel Bryan thing. He's obviously the number one guy. Mm. They love him. Yeah. If I come back as a heel, I can work with him. That would be a better thing to do. Yeah. And they were like, no, you're the big star. Don't worry about him. He's doing a Wyatt thing. We're moving him down the card. Mm. You're going to come in. Everyone will forget about him. They did not. No. So Batista talked to WWE. He said uh, about that crowd reaction. He said, it was weird. It wasn't like a normal response. It was almost like a personal attack. It had to do with factors that were not in my control. Factors and things that were going on in the company with other people. Stuff that really had nothing to do with me. <laughs> this is why I left in the first place. Yeah, to me, control. it was a little frustrating, a little confusing. And, you know, I don't want to say I completely took it personally, but I did somewhat, he said. <laughs> oh, now, baby. It, he is so unhappy during this period. And, of course, <laughs> it is that thing about going, I left unhappy, so I want to have a happy time. Yes. And that will make everything better. Let's get oh, back together, darling. I'm, I'm in literally the same <laughs> fucking tiny, muddy pit that I was when I left, this is appalling. Maybe you if know. I go further down the well. <laughs> oh, no, I'm drowning he, again. He, he looks bizarre here as well. So he's sort of very smooth and he's obviously lost a fair amount of sort of timber and heft mm. because he's now an actor. Mm. He's got to be sort of more, if you like, you know, normal sized, you know. <laughs> and here he looks like a sort of, like a, you know, in biology... <laughs> like lessons you'd have you know in school you'd have like a row of jars that had like 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 kittens pre gestation kittens yeah, yeah they'd have like three of them yeah showing you the stages he looks like the middle one i mean i didn't go like to school the on the island of Morocco. Uh, uh, we used to they used to they used to love it in our school to get excited about the day when they'd go right you're all gonna uh, cut them. open a rat <laughs> yes. you know I, yeah, we did do I, that. I said, fuck that. And I remember them going, well... Fuck that rat. Yeah, I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> and they were saying, they were going, why aren't you doing it? And I'm like, is it not obvious? I said, I'm not cutting open a rat. <laughs> you know, I think I was one of two children that didn't refuse, that actually refused to cut open a rat. Mm. The other kid was like, I'm a vegetarian. Rat, rat Stevens. And they were like, that's fine. Again, <laughs> again. You know, he wasn't going to have to fucking eat it, was he? You know, <laughs> exactly. it's like, you know it's stand good. up for yourself. Don't just go, I'm a vegetarian. You just go, because yeah. this is... this. Seems like something from what sixteen twenty? Yeah, fucking more. Should we go grave robbing as well? <laughs> yeah, I know. I did do that. That, did. Was, that was good fun. Uh, we used to get rings. Me and the big uh, boss man. <laughs> um, here is this match. Now there is Batista with his little pudgy gestational uh, kitten um, formaldehyde <laughs> body, wearing little green boots as well. Little which, green uh, boots. No one wears little green boots. I no, like the little like green it. boots. Yeah. Um, the crowd are not. 100% <laughs> as into this match as they are the Triple H one. Yeah. Firstly, I mean, obviously, that was an opening match. They were excited to see wrestling. They're now yeah. four hours in. 
there's a lot of uh, <laughs> emphasis in this match on Orton and Batista. Right. And so when they're in there together, it's almost silent. You, uh, th- the match that they would have had, Orton and Batista, at this time, at this WrestleMania, as, a, as you know, in the main event on mm. their own, it would have been comparable to that Orton Triple H one at WrestleMania 25 after The Undertaker beating Michaels. There is, it, it was a match that people felt they'd seen so many times mm. WWE going back to the same old stale people. Yeah. Um, just because Batista's been away for a year, it doesn't mean that we didn't see loads of him over his career doing this exact same match. Mm. What is brilliant about this is every time Daniel Bryan comes in, the crowd are back a fucking live. <laughs> they cannot believe at any point that he is actually going to pull this off. And WWE, the, the, whoever laid this match out, they play with that continuously. Yeah. They put Brian into various things where you go, well, of course he didn't win because he went through the table mm. and he just couldn't get back in time. Or they yeah. stuck him in the medical thing, they took him out, and while he was gone, of course, you know, they, they you know, Batista and Orton shook hands and one of them won and aha, they've screwed him out of the title. Mm. What they do is they just go, we're going to throw every obstacle in Daniel Bryan's way. He will jump over every single one and each time he does, you'll go, that's probably the last time they're going to let him do a jump. <laughs> and then they just keep on going um <laughs> it was it's so good this um I, they even have a bit where triple h comes out with stephanie and that's the bit where you go well it was yeah, nice yeah. while it lasted cool. no 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 <laughs> no keeps on going there's a bit where they put um but brian through the table and, yeah. and, and uh, randy orton uh, lands on back first on a monitor and it, it's he, it's horrible. He really lands mm. on it straight, and yeah, the blood appears, and it's like two like really separated vampire bites. You go yeah. like that. And it's one of those wounds that you know hurts so much because there's not enough blood. <laughs> you know, this should be gushing. Yeah, at this point. the yeah. times that I've hit my head really hard. Yeah. And you cut it open, and I've gone, oh, that really fucking hurt. But it's the ones where there's no blood. I, you're just going, oh, my God, is the blood building up behind the skin? I, it's hurt so much. Boiling so, hot. What's going on? Far. Then I hit an ankle roll. I hit anybody breaking <laughs> the legs or ankle. But certainly ankle rolls, because I do it all the time. Once you've done it once, the, the tendon stretch, and you, mm. you just do it all the time. I did it at the weekend, oh. um, and it went out of its socket and then went straight uh. back in again, and I can still feel the sensation. Oh, God. Was it as bad as the, the, the last time I actually sprained my ankle where, where it just went massive? There was bruising for weeks and weeks. No. Ugh. Little bit of inflammation, but it's gone right back down now. So I can't tell my loved one who I was with. Uh, <laughs> how, I can't pretend that it, it was... It wasn't agonising, but I think about it more than anything. It was horrible. It was the most horrible thing that's happened to me this year, I would say. Was it a very sort of warm, almost wet feeling of pain that swept through your body yeah, and I felt in a nauseous way? Oh, I felt God. instantly sick. Uh, but uh, because there's no reaction, to mm. my body's went, eh, it's back in the socket now. You saw nothing. What are you nothing. crying about? You didn't see fuck all. Ah, spilled milk, baby, yeah. huh? <laughs> I can't pretend that it was anything more than it was, but it was, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was like bloody ramen head Sid Vicious breaking his leg <laughs> in a special you can hear of on the pitch and pigeon.com forward slash wrestle me <laughs> I got smacked in the nuts the other day by my daughter when I was in bed that yeah, hurt you deserve it it's been so long since I've actually been hit hard in the nuts that I'd forgotten how how long it lasts yes oh 
I was like, oh, well, you know, oh, God, that's it. It's actually getting better. I was like, it's getting better. It didn't get better. It didn't get better. It's ages. kind of like a glossy. very much, like, you know, it's can't, you know, this is just boring, you know? It's not boring, you know. Anyway, it's not boring to me. You don't come to this podcast to hear about my arguments with my wife about whether or not my testicle injury was severe enough to warrant being allowed to lie there for another, what, 20 seconds? Do I need to? Do I need to call someone? Is she becoming a devil child? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a really uh, the other bit I loved is they put Daniel Bryan on the medical uh, thing, and there's that great <laughs> thing which is still so dated where they take him out and he's in a neck brace and he gets off. Yeah, and all of the medics have to start going. Oh, come on, Brian! Come, Brian! Don't be so Give bloody stupid, man! Come on, you can't do this. This is this is wild. <laughs> you're what? You're a wild man, Brian. Brian, come on! Get back on the gurney. Give We're us off a to moan. Think this through. <laughs> <laughs> I like the acting they do on that. They're bigger than you. <laughs> I can't be responsible for what might happen. <laughs> they uh, they just have a no, really good thing with Daniel Bryan as well that I did love. I suddenly thought about this is he's got two finishing moves so he mm. does the running knee mm. but he's also got a submission move the, the yes lock yes. Thinking, that's what you have on like computer games and have done on, on wrestling computer games for years mm. they have a special speciality move and then right. a finisher and you often have a sort of like a submission finisher yeah. and I was going that really works because as a wrestler why would you just go I've got one move that I do to end the match. And yeah, you go, because you'd know have another it. one. Yeah, because it might. <laughs> yeah. in a different circumstance, it might be easier to put the other one on. Yeah, and, in, and in recent wrestling uh, games, you just just float through the air <laughs> for like five minutes. And judder the match never against, ends. Judder against a, a top rope, and then the referee will join you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just bouncing oh, up and down. I, I, I just, I, I thought it was really good <laughs> to have that thing of Brian. So he, he can either hit you with his. A submission move mm. and not like the Undertaker who's brought in Hell's Gate much late, too late in the game <laughs> right. Brian has had this pretty much from the word go yeah. so they have him funnily enough they don't use his move he used in the indie which is the cattle mutilation which was uh, I think only ever used in WWF by Perry Saturn but it's what, what a horrible image <laughs> it is <laughs> yeah well image. it was a good move because what he does he would get to the, the back of the ring you right. lean against the ropes a spaceship comes down <laughs> and you <laughs> with, with, a, with a laser scalpel yeah. you simply remove the genital region <laughs> of uh, your opponent um, no it's a, it's, it's a thing where you basically are doing a, a, a full Nelson on someone but you have bridged over while they're on the floor right. so they are face down their arms are, are pulled up over there okay, right. I'm trying to show you and all I did there was like did, a sort, did, did as if I was going I'm a swan <laughs> <laughs> but he's got this yes lock, uh, also known as the LaBelle lock, yeah. and he's running knee. So you do have that thing of going, he can build the excitement in a match for a tap out, mm. and you can also have this knee, which is brilliant against Triple H. You go thump and it's done. And in this one, they have a really good thing of keeping him locked out of the shot a lot. Yes. So you never see yes, him yes, approaching. Yes. And suddenly you'd just be like, Batista's done a Batista bomb and he is about to go for the pin. And suddenly he's on the floor because Brian's crashed into him with a knee. <laughs> and you're just like, that is cheating slightly. Yeah. Because you're using the cameras to make the, the match. Wrestling look better. Yeah. yeah. But they've chosen it wisely here. Mm. I really liked it. So the, the, best, the best little bit is for me that the, the end section is great. It's what all end sections in a main event should be, especially with a triple threat, is that you think it could end at any moment and mm. they keep on just surprising you. So Batista gets hit with an RKO and I knew, obviously, who wins this match. Right. I mean, it's a famous match and I've seen it many times. And I know who wins the match. And this time, when Batista got hit with the RKO and Randy Orton covers him, it is so tight that when Batista kicked out at like two and three quarters, I was like, fuck! Like that. <laughs> Amazing that reaction where I know he can't win. Yeah. Like he cannot win, right? 
but fuck me, it caught me out there. That's how good <laughs> it was at that minute. The um, you get the the but uh, I think I think there's just a really good bit where Batista chucks out Daniel Bryan mm. after he's hit Randy Orton with his move, and that is a classic how the rule breaker wins in a triple threat match. Yeah. So the, the big move happens, and then they just sneak in, throw the other guy out, and get the pin yeah. on someone else's work. Um, he kicks out. And it's like, great, they keep on doing these bits to say to you, Brian's not going to win. Mm. Oh, we've reverted to it. No, 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 no. And it keeps it alive constantly. All of the bits, how it could have ended if they weren't bold enough, they do. Yeah. But they just don't do them until the three count. Magic. You get the Batista bomb on Randy Orton, and then suddenly Daniel Bryan comes in, bang with a knee, and then he makes Batista tap out. And this is one of those brilliant little submissions, and you rarely get the timing of this right where the longer it's on, the more it builds. And it comes to a crescendo at the point where Batista slaps his hand to the thing and then everyone just pops. Yeah. And it's a perfect build. Batista's timing in this excellent, you know, and he really screams in it. Knowing how unhappy he is, I'm really odd to, it's really odd to watch him and just go, he is doing a brilliant job here. <laughs> All three of them are really good in this match. Mm. You know, it helps that Daniel Bryan is there because every time he comes in, the other two look much, much better. Mm. You know, their offence looks better. The moves that Bryan does are exciting compared to what you normally see in a Batista and a Randy Orton match, mm. which is exactly the same what happened with the, with the uh, Triple H match. Um, I, I love this. When he gets the, the pin, I mean, it is huge. It's a proper WrestleMania moment. Mm. Um, in comes his sister and his niece uh, into the ring to celebrate with him. What is funny about this is he, uh, he was actually married to Brie Bella, I think, three days after this WrestleMania. Oh, right. They'd been engaged for a long time and then they got married. But because it had never been acknowledged on WWE television, they wouldn't let Brie Bella go down to the ring. And... <laughs> Many years later, he's talked about the only regret he has about WrestleMania 30 is that he didn't get to celebrate in that moment with the confetti coming down with my wife. Oh, um, that is... The, I might cry. <laughs> it's terrible. They've been in a relationship for three years. Jesus. But because it had never been on TV, they were like, no, no, she's not going down. Well, yeah. I, I think people so. knew that they were in a relationship right. as well. Oh, it so, was, it uh, wouldn't be, so it wouldn't be exactly a curtain call. No, it would be a, no, exactly. A, 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 a endorsement. And we've seen how they're exists. using Brie, Brie Bella. It's right. not like they're like she is, you know, <laughs> no, it's, it's important that, that we, don't, we don't ruin the, the mystique of her being the world's yeah. you know, most cruel rule breaker. Mm. You know, let, let, let oh, fucking, go fucking go down. Go um, Daniel Bryan had a very sort of up and down time here because 10 days later his dad passed away really unexpectedly Christ so he life. was having a you know i'm the champion i'm you know having I'm married having had then... a year as well of just going is it going to happen am mm. i am i going to get to where i want to get to you know it just sounds like an exhausting couple of years <laughs> um it, it's uh it, i mean you know how the the story ends up going is uh un, unexpected it's erratic well i quickly will pop up here the nice thing at the end as well you just see the guy who is the Dusty Rhodes black man with the popping eyes mm. who is used in all that. He's actually wearing a Daniel Bryan T-shirt in this right, WrestleMania. Okay. Oh. And at the end of this, he is <laughs> overjoyed. He's just celebrating and cheering. Oh, that lovely. is the good news story about that guy. That one moment in his life is unrepresentative. <laughs> and seeing him at the end just cheering, you're like, yeah, he's got to start replying with the memes. Just that. <laughs> yeah, and then going like that. You also let's, see, make, um... let's get that gif. <laughs> yes. Let's yeah. get that gif. Happy shocked guy. Yeah. Um, you've also got Dusty Rhodes in the front row. And, and when the cameras turn around, uh, the other guys, whether they've left, I'm not sure. Uh, Bret Hart's there as well. But mm. he sort of, it's sort of unusual that you don't see more of him. Bret Hart always looks sad. He does always look sad. <laughs> he's never looked happy. He's, he's yeah, like, he always like... reminds me of something from like Romantic. 
romantic poetry where they talk about, you know, that one has the, the skein of death across him. And <laughs> yeah. it just, he carries this sadness. I mean, the poor fucking dude. Yeah. But Dusty Rhodes is there at ringside. You do see him standing up and he's... um. He he doesn't look that interested in the whole thing. He he looks glum, which is really <laughs> unusual seeing Dusty Rhodes look, you know, sort of yeah. miserable. Um, and he sort of does that. And I know, obviously, probably people at that point are saying, OK, Mr. Rhodes, can you come back now yeah. and we'll take you back and everything. But it was sort of sad. I was like, is that the last time I'm going to see Dusty Rhodes? Is he being miserable? Mm. Cheer up. It's Daniel Bryan <laughs> dust. Come on. It, it should have been Dustin. Yeah, Should have been done. As a throwback to a Patreon there. If you don't know, you've only got yourself to blame. Naughty. Um, yeah, so Dan Bryan becomes the Dan Bryan. Dan. Dan, yeah, <laughs> Dan, 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 Dan Brizzy. Brought the uh, defensive guard. <laughs> yes. He becomes the uh, first person since Yokozuna and Bret Hart at WrestleMania 10 to have two different matches at a WrestleMania. Ah. Um, Macho Man Randy Savage still holds the record for most at a single WrestleMania. He did four different ones in the tournament in WrestleMania 4. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, but um, uh, Batista, he legitimately quit the WWE due to creative differences soon after. Right. He was like, oh, I thought I was going to come back for some fun and actually this has all gone off the boil and I'm not in the main event and everyone's booing me and it hurts my feelings and <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. He, so, did, he did come back recently because I remember he was, he was dragging Ric Flair through the That's right. Through the uh, brilliant little thing. But I think, you know, with that one, certainly he came back and I think he came back for one retirement match and he wanted that WrestleMania moment. And unfortunately... I don't think that necessarily worked out as well as it could have done. Right. Um, so he might be back in three years. I, you know what? He's a pro wrestler. There's every mm. chance. But of all the pro wrestlers, of course, I mean, he's one of the, along with Rock, one of the guys who this is not going to be the biggest payday in his career anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Even for a CM Punk, a WrestleMania will be the biggest payday you know, that you could possibly get. For Batista, it would be another job that would probably invalidate insurance for the other one that he's doing, which would pay <laughs> yeah. him equally more and yeah. you know, help his career. Who knows? Um, so Daniel Bryan, very quickly after this, he begins losing strength in his right arm and he has to have neck surgery. Mm. So on, uh, in, uh, basically four weeks after this WrestleMania, they have him attacked by Kane on television. He's stretched away. He has successful neck surgery. Kane, uh, always, always just the they, tool. They Kane always go to Kane. Kane, can you just do, can you just move this along? Yep. They move d- this along. They, they did it with, um, the, you know, the first person who uh, Chris Benoit after WrestleMania 20 was, was facing, they put him in a load of matches with Kane. Yeah. That was seen as being a, you know, a safe transition for a mm. champion. They didn't quite have a million percent conviction in. Yeah. Ten years later, look, he's doing exactly the same thing. Mm. Um, he has successful neck surgery. The uh, he had a, he had to have a nerve root decompressed. Oh, it just, uh, yeah. uh, uh. Um, two weeks later, they start making a storyline of it, and they have Stephanie McMahon saying, "We're going to strip you of that title." This is basically what they had done in the year before WrestleMania: a long storyline where he could never keep the belt because the authority kept taking it mm. from him. Um, what ended up happening was that they, he actually couldn't come back. Right. So they did, I think, have to, uh, to strip him of the belt. Right. Um, he, he just got no strength in his arm. He couldn't get it back. Um, many doctors had said he needed a second neck surgery. Um, others had said to him, you just will not ever be able to go back to wrestling if, if that happens. He was also told he needed elbow surgery. He began doing sort of slightly, you know, uh, rehabilitation, sort of elbow muscular exercises mm. in an attempt to avoid that surgery that everyone was talking about. Yeah. He comes back, but, you know, this is an ongoing issue, his yeah. neck and his, and his, and his arms. Um, in April 2015, they'd made him intercontinental champion. They were on a European tour and they pulled him from wrestling as a precautionary measure. Um, he was given a, 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 a sort of a match with, I think, Bad News Barrett at the next pay-per-view. That was cancelled. Mm. So then they 
stopped advertising him on any upcoming events, both live and on television. Um, they had to uh, get him to give up the Intercontinental Championship. And then when they were doing tests, they found that he had a load of concussion-related injuries. Um, he'd mentioned in one of his, I think, you know, doctor sessions that he'd um, received a load of concussions in a short period of time. And he'd had some blackouts. And that was a red flag that got raised. And so um, the WWE, when they examined him, said, no, you will never, ever get back into the ring. Right. So after this WrestleMania, he has a a very, very short period to enjoy it. And then until pretty much, what, last year, two years ago, his career just dwindles down, getting bogged under with you know injury after injury after injury, mm. things getting more and more serious. Just when it looks like he's come back, the axe falls. Mm. So he um, he is has to end up going on Raw to do one of the famous retirement speeches, yeah. which he does very, very emotionally, you know, crying and unable to believe that he's come so far and he's had his WrestleMania moment and then within... I mean, how many hours are in a week? Because it's about four weeks. Right. He's, so, he's just sort of... What is it? It's under a thousand hours after his main event. Mm. Basically, everything's all over. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> Poor fucking bloke. And um, because I stopped re- watching wrestling about three years ago, he would never return. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make that more exciting yeah. for when he comes back. Because I have ignored the fact he's come back, he never comes back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you... The thing is, I often think about this, about something that uh, Bob Mortimer said, and he was talking about um, uh, when he had his heart problem. Yeah. And he said... Um, he said, I just, you know, full of sadness. And, you know, the sadness was all about, like, all the stories I'd never get to see finished, you know, like my kids. And he said, football. And he, and yeah. he said, the thing I was really worried about was missing, you know, the next World Cup. Yes. Yeah. I, want, want, I want to see it. And there is that funny thing about how awful it would be as a wrestling fan if you died like two days before WrestleMania 30. Yes. You know, or yeah. even worse, you died just after the Royal Rumble and you'd have gone, they're never going to do anything with Daniel Bryan. Oh, but I hope... It... <laughs> I, I, would be, I would be very anxious about when I died. I think that's in a way why you've always got to watch old wrestling. Yes. Because I, I cannot guarantee I'll be here any you know next month but if i go back i can watch a load of it before i die <laughs> <laughs> yeah i get i'm always i always sort of think like what would i regret and there's very like what would i what would i sort of miss i've never done a webinar <laughs> <laughs> i've never done a webinar i i can't think if i've worn a wig Things like that. You, li- of- you literally wore a bald wig to play Gorilla Monsoon in a WrestleMania show. I think a bald wig is the absolute opposite of a wig. And also, last year, I dre- you dressed up as Macho Man Randy Savage. I'm fed- oh, no, I didn't have a wig in it either, did no. it? I just had a big hat. No, you get all the wigs. I get all the wigs. You got I the Alfred Hayes up- wig. <laughs> you got the Miss Elizabeth wig. This is heartbreaking. You know, from- you know my one I'm- dream has always <laughs> been to wear a wig. <laughs> I'm the Triple H of wings. I'm going to go back and and perform on a webinar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I'm so sorry, Uh, Mark. So that's WrestleMania 30. Look, it was was a banger. It was really good. The bad bits are quite bad. Yeah. But the good bits more than make up for the bad bits. It's um, it's a a really good show. That that opening match is one of my favourite WrestleMania matches of all time. It was a cracker-lacker. Really, really good. Um, And, uh, you know... uh, Everything else is good. 
Triple H match under 30 minutes, which I know. is not bad. What a relief. There's also something about, you know, again, putting him in the first match. It's, it, it, it's not entitled, is it? Yeah. You're not going, I have to be in the main event, or I'm the big one that builds up to the... Mm. You just go, I'm in, the, I'm in the opening match and I'll make it brilliant, and you'll all go, you're really good. Mm. It's his best WrestleMania. Yeah. It is his best WrestleMania by a long shot. I guess he turns up later with a hammer. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also yeah. like him here because everyone's slimmed down a bit. Everyone's everyone's got corpora. It's worth saying I was worried about this WrestleMania because this is really the the very much now the start. We, we are well ensconced in the everyone behaves themselves era. Yes, this is very much the thing where people are making really good money. They're investing it wisely. Mm. They're planning for the future. They've got financial sort of advice. Cryptos on the horizon. Exactly that. <laughs> No one is is going, you know, what we should do is a load of fucking blow. And <laughs> that is no use for WrestleMania. No, you no know? use at all. I, 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 I am hoping that, you know, stories will come out that, you know, there'll be a couple of them were murderers. <laughs> I think, you know, serial killers, if you were a serial killer and a wrestler, that wouldn't, I think in the 80s you could have got away with it. But now... You're crossing a lot of state lines. You are. You I are. Mean, back, I mean, a 70s wrestler who was also a murderer, that's a story waiting that's, to be told, that's, isn't it? That's an exciting story. I, wa- I, I watched a Netflix show over the weekend. Let's, let's get over the hour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I watched, actually, Mike, because we got uh, edit in the... Uh, the uh, bombshell. Yeah, that's, that's so, three so and a half minutes. Is that three and a half minutes? Wonderful. Oh, mate, we're all the over. No, tell me to, about, tell me about this Netflix. Netflix. It's a Netflix talking about it. It's called Unsolved Mysteries. I don't know what the fuck I was expecting, but yeah. it's just four or five true crime um, story documentaries where they go and talk to some people who've lost people in their lives. Don't think for one minute, Pete, that I didn't waste last weekend watching five of these. <laughs> Did you not? Yeah, Did the, you watch the, the first one where the man fell off the hotel. Yes! Now, everyone is like, this is there's a, there's a hole. People right. find a hole yeah. and someone goes, I will look in the hole because that may be where the missing man has yes, gone. Yes, yeah. Look, so this is episode one, right? This has just turned into a true crime, <laughs> Unsolved Mysteries Netflix review, right? Um, first episode, a man uh, jumps off a uh, hotel, yeah. uh, uh, um, top of a hotel, and he manages to pile through a deserted function room, and he dies. Uh, they find uh, his body there when they finally yeah, open it. Yeah. yeah, and he all smashed up. Because someone has been looking for him in that area, mm. and they've seen a hole in a roof when they looked at it from a car park. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and the police, well, not really the police, because they're quite sensible, Everyone else in this person's life's going, I don't know why he did that. He clearly just committed suicide. 100%. Because people do that. Now, look, nobody wants to go, I, I, he did that, because you go, I, it just doesn't, it doesn't equate to the person who I knew and I loved. It doesn't make you happy everything when a man this, commits suicide. Everything about this story is clearly that a man jumped off a building to his death. Yes. There is no mystery N- There is no it. mystery. There is no the mystery. The flip-flops, though, Mark. <laughs> he was wearing flip-flops. The flip-flops came off. The mobile phone was almost undamaged. Well, you know what? Mobile phones were quite durable back then. And not just that, sometimes chance. Isn't it? <laughs> you know, yes. and what are they saying? What is the alternative to the fact that he jumped off this building and went there? The, the alternative is that he was taken up there and thrown off. Yes. Something of which there That's is no, no evidence, evidence for. Infuriating. Yeah. I, Sec- I would take up with Umbridge with that show as yeah. well. When they're like unsolved mysteries, that is not an unsolved mystery. No. It has also been solved legally where everyone's like, he is death by misadventure. That's what and, he's, <laughs> and his family are like, well, I don't think it was. Right. That's not unsolved. No. That's like me saying, um, uh, Jeffrey Epstein... Um, I, I, I can't even work out what that would be unsolved. That was a really bad example <laughs> for me to sort of go unsolved. Pretty, pretty solved. Um, sex, so the first one, let me have a look. Um, how do I find out what was the... That was the first one. Second one was the French guy? Yeah. French guy, Xavier. Yeah. yeah. Killed his Killed his Killed kids. his family killed in his, his house. Family, killed his dogs. Yeah. Went on the run. Went on the run and he's fucked off somewhere. Not unsolved. Not unsolved. 
Not unsolved. He did it. Uncharged, (laughs) right? (laughs) Untested in a court of law. Yeah. But not unsolved. No, not man, unsolved. The man killed his family. All of the fucked all off. of the police are saying we want to track him down because obviously he was the murderer. Yes. Not unsolved. No. <laughs> not unsolved. No. Unresolved. Unresolved. Possibly in yeah. a narrative kind of sense. Someone was also saying the other day, do you know what would be more interesting than watching unsolved mysteries? Right. Would be watching solved mysteries. <laughs> because there's an extra element to those mysteries, yeah, which is a satisfying, a satisfying yeah. conclusion. Yeah. yeah. Um, third one. Oh, they, uh, oh! It was the hairdresser. Oh yes, hairdresser who, who was. Does, yeah, I can't remember now. Well, again, uh, again, uh, unsolved mystery. Her, her her remains did turn up. What yes. she was was a victim of a, a criminal, but there were different criminals in the frame. Yes, and it they proved, haven't found the right. It yeah. proved impossible. Mm due to a lack of DNA evidence or eyewitness yes. testimony, to find out who it was. Yeah. No, it's not an unsolved mystery. Do you Number- know what I think as well is I think these are unsolved criminal cases. Mm. I think unsolved mysteries are like, is there a Nessie? Yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Is there a Loch Nessie monster? Yeah. Right? Another one would be, what are... Um, those phantom social workers from the 70s who used to come round, examine children, they disappear, and then the local... You've got to look into bo- What's that? Bo- bogus social workers. Oh, well, they just turn up, turn yeah, up, big do, thing. A, do a, do a nonsense. They're tied in off. with UFO. Um, uh, uh, well, I like skipped learning. that episode, to be honest. That, the, the, the UFO one, oh, fuck that. We've, <laughs> we've straight to the last That's one. That's the only fucking unsolved mystery on it. it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. At least it's a mystery. Look, yeah. Exciting, it's a, look, a exciting view tales. there, Pete, into the future of WrestleMania when we run out of WrestleManias, which is just like every other podcast, two men talking about what they've seen on Netflix. It's going to be a bold new horizon. Oh, wow. Man. Yeah. I mean, the last one was horrific. The, um, the woman who uh, happily just killed everyone in her life. The kids. The young woman. Have you seen the last one? This is how we're ending it. <laughs> so it's sh- the, like, the blue is... Blew her husband's head off, mm-hmm. and then just kept marrying and kept and killed. Clearly, I mean, probably saw off one of her daughters. I mean, who's is this? Is this? A, is there That's a an pun? episode? That's the episode. That's I, the, I really you, thought you, you were gonna. Seen? I really thought you were gonna say, and her name was, and then all those bits. I'd go, oh, I see. Yes, all right, yeah. Wasn't it was, Jimmy? Wasn't Jimmy Snooker's daughter in the uh, one of the matches in this one? And it was Snooker. Yes. 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 Is that let's, it? Let's tie it in with that then. Yeah, done. Good. <laughs> Solved. Oh. I found that very confusing, but then we've also been recording this for three. Uh, Sorry, four I thought hours. I wanted to finish up the UFO. I just wanted to finish with the final episode I watched. I didn't see that one. Well, you should. It's a good one. It's a banger. <laughs> Do they solve it? Don't, don't no. ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestle me, Pete. Unsolved mysteries, me, Mark. <laughs> Unsolved mysteries, me, Pete. <laughs> Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.